Hi everyone. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast for the sports review coming to you from the uh, coming to you from my apartment in Verona. And uh, happy holidays to all, and happy New Year, 2023. Um, what's going on is that we had a Packer game yesterday. Actually, we had a Packer butt whipping yesterday, and it was. They were doing the butt whooping for once, and the other team was getting their butts whipped. And they were just having to be the uh, the Minnesota Vikings, and they're the ones that seem to be riding the high and mighty horse this year. But uh, the Packers took them off the high and mighty horse, and they've turned. Uh, we'll see how they've. The Packers seem to have uh, showcased. Some of their strengths that are coming through to the point where it's all, you know, the defense is starting to show up big time. And they're starting to do what we always wanted them to do at the beginning of the year. Because they have the talent. They just didn't have the, uh, they just didn't have the scheme. And finally, they made some, they made some adjustments to the scheme, which they should have made the second week of the season. But, 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 I'm not the coach either. So anyways... Anyways, um, what I'm trying to say, though, is that, you know, what happened yesterday is uh, could be the driving point of the playoffs, but they still have to beat Detroit. So, you know, it's it's not how you're playing. It's not how you're playing in the beginning. It's how you're playing in the end. That's the, that's the deal of the season. And, you know, either know they're 8-8 uh, eight eight right now. The Packers are definitely playing their best ball of the year. Um, so we'll see. I, I just... I think it'll tell, it'll tell more against Detroit next next week than against against the Vikings because uh, I think the Vikings were hungover or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just being just being comical. The thing is, is that you know the uh, the game started with. Uh, with the opening drive for the Packers, they had their pump, they had a pump blocked. And the game, and the uh, Vikings took over on the three-yard line. Um, but they were stopped. They tried They tried running the ball on third down. And they were stopped, point of attack. And it was pivotal to the game. You know, the Vikings were able to kick a, to kick a field goal. And to get three points on the board. But what happened on the... Uh, on the returning, on the ensuing kickoff return, is uh, Nixon the guy Nixon put the ball into the tu- into a touchdown mode. He ran it all the way back, over a hundred yards, and this is what we have always wanted with the Packers. We've always wanted somebody to be able to return the kicks, like, and be a weapon, like Desmond Howard was in 1997. Or I'm sorry, 1996. In 97, it was a Super Bowl. But anyways, it's just, if they could have had Nixon in the beginning of the year, if God for six, don't cut him next year and don't let him go as a free agent or anything like that. Hold on to this guy. He's a difference maker, and they haven't had it. You know, he, he, turned, the whole, he turned the whole game. Then uh, Savage... Rasul Douglas popped the ball in the air on the second and the next drive. 
popped the ball into the air and Savage intercepted and returned it for a touchdown. You know, it was a beautiful return. I think it was over a 70-yard return. But, you know, and what that made the play was Razul Douglas. Uh, it's fourth and three, and um, Cousins drew a pass, and uh, Razul Douglas popped it out of the air of the popped it out of the popped it into the air out of the uh, receiver's hands. And um, I was amazed because you know they they had gone, you know they had taken two returns back for TDs. And uh, the the offense hadn't done anything yet. And you know, I just get, I, I find it. I I have to say this. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this. Alexander has proven to be the bitch of Justin Jefferson. He shut that guy down. He shut him out. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver on the face of the earth by far and away. But Alexander is the best damn cornerback, and he showed it yesterday on the face of the earth. Um, he dominated him. And as for Razul Douglas, as for Razul Douglas, he was an, and he was incredible too. You know he. He's been a great pickup in the last two years. He's had really good years. And, you know, they actually gave him some money this year, and he's actually uh, he's actually produced um, with some jingle in his pocket. And that's the thing. You know, it's like, like seeing these guys. You know, Alexander, they locked him up, too, in a long contract, thank God. Uh, you know, it, it's fun to see what a, uh, what a good defense can do. Now, because especially against the Vikings, because you know coming up, best play that this is a good spot for the Packers to be in. They have to win to get in. And all this stuff that all this all these good games they've been playing lately are going to go by the wayside if they uh, they come out in that in that funky flat mode that they've been as they did at the beginning in the uh, middle part of the year. Um, they just start out three and one, but they still they're still rocking the boat. But uh, you know, and especially the flat part of the, the flattest part of the year is middle of the year, and it did not happen until the first half or the second half of the Bears game and the uh, second Bears game at Atlanta. At, uh, the game was at uh, Soldier Field. And you know that's this is why they're this is why they're having a lot of success this year. Last part of the year because they're actually starting to play defense. The offense is doing fine, taking over. You know, and and what they've been able to do is they've been able to, the offense has been able to produce big plays over the top, long passes to Christian Watson, and they tried a few yesterday, but they weren't successful. But they're still. This Viking still had to play play at that as the back he was going to get loose. And that's what opened up the passing game, but most of all, it opened up the running game for the Packers. Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 111 yards yesterday and a touchdown. And uh, A.J. Dillon had had eight carries for 30 yards. Or, I'm sorry, A.J. Dillon had 12 carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. What that tells me is that you know, when you can have a balanced offense, 
you can win a lot of football games. A lot of times you see a player or a quarterback throw for over 400 yards off, 400 yards throwing. But that's all, and they don't have a running game. That's fine, but there's only one problem. A lot of times they lose that game. And he throws a lot of interceptions. They throw a lot of interceptions and stuff like that. I've seen it happen so many times. I've seen it happen with the Packers with Brett Favre and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't throw many interceptions. But Favre was more notorious for interceptions. And uh, that was the thing was, was that they had problems. They, oh, you have problems, but you cannot have a, have you not have a balanced offense. You're going to have trouble. And that's what they had yesterday was a balanced offense because Rodgers was 15 out of 24 for 141 yards. And, uh, you know, the lizard man, Alan Lazard caught five passes for 58 yards. And, you know, it's just, it's, he was the leading receiver. You know, it's just, it comes down to, too, is that, you know, Lazard is, is a wide receiver, okay? But reality is he blocks like a tight end. And uh, he gets some, he had some more great blocks yesterday for Aaron Jones in that running game going wide. Lazard's a beast. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a big kid. He's a big guy. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, they got fined. He got fined for the block against Miami and knocked three uh, three Dolphins over. He got fined ten thousand dollars. Well, thank God, it was only ten thousand dollars. Just this pocket change for these guys. But the thing was, was that you know they call it a they call it a blindside block where the guys can't see what's going on. They come around. Oh, come on! I think they got pads on too. I do believe, and. Uh, you know, they just might get blocks. So you just might want to have them in the back of their head. But football's become football's become a uh, it's become a, it's become uh, powder puff football is what I call it because there's so many penalties and so many you know and there's so many penalties and so many uh, there's so many Hollywood acts going on out there, the dances and oh by the way I don't know if you guys saw the uh, A.J. Dillon touchdown. It was one of the best. Uh, it was actually one of the best dances or touchdown celebrations I've ever seen. You know, it, it just go back and look at it because it was hilarious. Because they got, it got. Uh, anyways, it, it, it was amazing. Just go back and take a look at it. I'm not even gonna describe it because I'll describe it wrong. But it was funny. Um. You know, it's, it's 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 nice. If you guys are gonna have a touchdown celebration, by the way, make them entertaining, <laughs> and uh, don't start twerking with a camera either. I've seen that one one too many times. The state of the game: Adam Thielen and Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, combined for two catches for 29 yards. They both had that in the first minute of the game, and they both they had that in the first minute of the game, the first game of the year back in September. Um, that's because you know, and, and one of the things I saw in the, in, and they described on uh, they described it well on TV was the fact that uh, it's how 
the Packers have changed their their theme of their defense to the uh, to looking at the ball. Really? Instead of running backwards and actually looking at the ball and watching the ball all the way. And it seems to be that it's become one of those, uh, it's become their thing. You know, come on, really? I mean, come on. you gotta be, you gotta have to be every eye on the ball at all times. You know, and, and that's the thing is that they, they, sometimes they think too much this about this game. And they don't, and they don't realize the fact that they play the simple way as that. I'd rather see him get, I'd rather see him get beat aggressively than passively. And facing the ball is aggressively. Passively is running with the receiver and not facing the ball. You know, I know good cornerbacks should do real well with that because they can see the cornerbacks, or they see the wide receiver's eyes get bigger when it comes to them. That's fine. The reality is, is how are you going to be able to, and they're playing a zone anyways. The Packers, you know, they're playing a zone. So it's just, it's, it's foolish to have these guys doing what they're doing in the middle part of the season. And, um, you know, the reality is, is that they've been able to turn their, turn their defense around. And I've seen so many good, so many good things happen with that defense. You know, Quay Walker is going to be a really, really good player. And he got a foolish penalty with Douglas yesterday because they body slammed on. <laughs> One of the, I think it might have been K.J. Osborne or somebody like that to the ground. And uh, they, they said it was a cheap shot. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, he was, it was funny. You know, it was a little, you know, the way they tackled me, yeah, it was a cheap shot, all right. And it was a... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I always think the Minnesota is always a cheap shot team. And anyways, that's that's my feelings. But you know, you only notice it when they're playing. You only notice it when the Packers are are playing, and uh, they do something to a Packer guy. You don't you don't realize what the Packers do to their guys. You know, you're, you're too busy cheering for it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it was a butt whipping. But the thing is, is that. You know, they got Detroit coming up and they cannot lose that they cannot lose that focus. They cannot lose that focus. It's at Lambeau Field too. It's not at uh it's not at Ford Field. And uh next year they're gonna chase it to change it to Chevy Field, I'm just joking. But anyways It's become a it's become a game of uh it's become a, a game of turnovers. Vikings had four of them. There's also become a game of uh, Kenny Clark had a really nice sack too, and he, he had a strip sack and everything. And uh, you know, and that's what the Packers needed to look for. They need to look for making turnovers. You know, and, and they've been getting quite a few of them lately. You know, and turnovers are great, but they're awesome when you can turn them into six points. Like they did on the uh, Darnell Savage interception that Rizzo Douglas popped up in the air. And that's the thing that makes you, that makes your offense be able to, uh, you know, be able to, be able to take it easy, be able to hump instead of having to all of a sudden just pour it on and be, 
you know, throwing the ball around the yard like crazy. And, uh, you know, you're able to stay with a constant attack. And, you know, and that's going to make your game so much better. And Aaron Jones is, uh, he hasn't had that good of a year this year, but yesterday he had a great game. You know, and he played great when the chips were down. You know, so maybe he's getting, he's feeling better. Maybe he's coming into his own. We'll see against Detroit. If they can make the playoffs, maybe he'll really stand up and be a stud. Because the thing is, is that we have a, uh, the Packers are hot. And, you know, and, and I sat there in disbelief yesterday and could not believe what was going on. Um, you know, it gets, gets to the point now where I figure they're going to turn the Minnesota game on. And Minnesota's going to be kicking butt, dominating. I forgot there were not, you know, and that's the thing is, for me, is that, you know, I get just, I, I don't mind watching Minnesota now, but that really used to disgust me, but, you know, Minnesota's a good team, but they've got really great talent. But so do the Packers. The only thing they didn't have this year was, was coaching and a good scheme up until, up until about three weeks or four weeks ago when they played Chicago. They seem to be turning this to turning it around. And Christian Christian Watson's had a really good year. You know, but but the thing is done for them is they have to respect Christian Watson every time he comes on the field or every time he goes down the field. Because if you don't, he will burn you something fierce. The guy the guy is simply faster than fast. He can shut. He can go to shut the light off, and he can be in bed and underneath the blankets before the light even goes out. And um, you know, I've seen, and I've seen the other. You know, I've seen some great players and great rookies this year uh, with the Packers. You know, Latoure is going to be a pretty good player for Nebraska, and so is. So is the kid from Nevada, and uh, he's going to be, he has the ability to be the Romeo Dobbs, is what I'm talking about. He has the ability to be, a, he's, I don't know if he's going to be a great, I, don't, I think he might be more of a good possession receiver. It just depends on who he's with for uh, wide receivers and tight ends, so on and so forth. But the kid has a lot of talent, and I'm glad they get him in the fifth round because he's been having a pretty decent year and he's been able to, uh, and Rodgers has been able to make some chemistry with those, with those wide receivers. Um, and that's the thing is, is that he's at, he's growing with the wide receivers. He's Their chemistry is growing. So I give Rodgers a lot of credit. He stuck with it. You know, he, uh, when they were on the losing end a lot, and you know, Especially when they got beat by Tennessee, including me, I wanted Justin or Jordan Love to play. I did not want Rodgers to play anymore. So I've seen enough of Rodgers, and I want to see more of Jordan Love. To Rodgers' credit, he says, "Until we're eliminated, I will not give this quarterback rein up." I give him a lot of credit. You know, he could have. He could have. He could have folded up his tent, and you know, and he could have he could have made I should say he could have made his tent and laid under it all, all the rest of the year, but he did not. 
he did not. And I give him a lot of credit. And he's actually in a lot, had a lot better body chemistry too on the field. Which reality is, is that, you know, it's good to see with him because then he, he makes the other players react because I think kind of his, his, his demeanor is kind of a, uh, it, it could put a negative in, it could put a negative feeling towards these young kids, but also towards the rest of the team. And, you know, and, and like I said before, you know, Kenny Clark is a great player. Uh, he had a great, great play. You know, it's, it's good to see, uh, it's good to see Wyatt get in the games now, the, the other, the other person on choice, besides, uh, Quay Walker. You know, it, and it's fun to see this stuff because they're developing, they're developing a chemistry on their team. You know, it's it's the type of chemistry you want to be developing at the end of the year, Minnesota, not at the beginning of the year. <laughs> uh, Minnesota's had a really good year, so they'll always come under. They'll always come under uh, sarcastic remarks from me because I'm not exactly a Viking fan, and. Um, you know, I'm born and bred Badger, born and bred Badger Packer fan, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, I get really, uh, I get really snark, I get, I get really trashy when I'm the Vikings, that's for sure. But anyways, I'll leave that to better days. Um, but yeah, this, the Packers are great. I mean, the Packers are doing a great job. They're not great. They're doing a great job. They're going into the Detroit game. Detroit had a great game in Chicago, and the. Uh, Jamal Williams had over 144 yards rushing yesterday, and he seems to be coming into his own as a wide as a running back too. You know, the Packers had him. I thought he was a good running back. In fact, I thought he was, I thought he was just as good as as Jones or better. And uh, you know, he's got he's got oodles of touchdowns this year too. Williams does. I don't know if he's got 20 or not this year, but I know he's over 15. But I give that guy a lot of credit because it seems to be, you know, he, he's, he's hit a lot of ups and downs in his career. Even when he was at BYU, he had a knee injury. And it, it's, been, uh, it's been interesting to see this stuff develop. And, you know, these two running backs develop. It's the tale of two running backs, you know. And, you know, they tell Jones, Aaron Jones, and uh, Jamal Williams. And I think Williams, I'm pretty sure Williams is picked ahead of Jones. But what I've seen is that both are hard-nosed players. Both are hard-nosed running backs. And both them, both are not big, but they do not shy away from going into the middle of a defense. You know, a lot of times you'll see Jones, he'll just... He'll... He'll... He'll, uh, he'll bear... He'll hear burrow for garbage. Especially down by the goal line. He figures the old man wins, so he's gonna burrow his way in, the, in there. You used to see these uh, backs like him with a jumping ability go flying up over the top, and you know, and then they get blasted by the linebacker. Sometimes it's still getting in, but you know, they're they're putting they're putting their bodies on a in a dangerous location, in a dangerous uh, dangerous dangerous degree of uh, physicality. It just wasn't, it was not supposed to be that way. So he's better off, you know, it's the same thing with the quarterbacks too, is that they don't learn anything to us to just burrow their way into the end zone, you know, behind the, uh, 
get down behind the center and the uh, and the other offensive lineman just get into the end zone that way instead of trying to go up over the top because there was, there was some big time collisions. And you still see him trying to do that. But uh, it's been fun. It's, it's, it's the type of thing where we're going to see next week what, what, where the true, where the true, true Packer team is. Because Detroit's hot. Yeah, they played Chicago last week, I know. I'm sorry, Chicago yesterday. And Chicago looks horrible. You know, they, they have not done a good job with uh, giving, obviously, giving Justin Fields something to uh, to work with. Um, you know, that's what I've seen. I, I, I've seen them pay way too much money for players like Equinemist St. Brown and some of these, get some of these wide receivers that they have now. And, you know, letting Allen Robinson go over to the Rams, stuff like that. It, they're just, it's just no, one new regime after another, one new quarterback after another, you know? And, you know, some of the, it's a casualty almost. But it is the Bears, so I'm not going to say it's a casualty. But, uh, you know, I think of people going over the top. I think of Walter Payton going over the top. He was the best guy at it. He knew how to, he knew how to jump over the top and not get hurt. I mean, that was amazing. You know, I, I didn't. He was just simply amazing. And uh, yeah, as for the Packers, though, you know, this year the other guy thing too is that you know. Goff is throwing the ball a lot better for the Lions. She, she started out now; it's not playing so well, but lately he's having a he's having a really good year, and he's really pinpointing his passes. Well, the other thing is too, if you hit him, and like the Packers are going to on Sunday, I hope, and put pressure on him, he's going to throw the ball up in the air, and it's not going to be pinpointing accuracy. So that's what they need to do. They need to put a lot of pressure on him. And if they put a lot of pressure on him, they're going to get a lot of turn. They're going to get some turnovers. And the defense for Detroit is not. Uh, it's the same typical deep Detroit defense. Um, we can run all over them. It's just not very good. You know, it's. It seems like the Lions have to score 35 or 40 points to win a game. Well. That tells you a lot about the defense. And with the Packers' uh, defense lately, they've been shutting, shutting them down. And uh, shutting players down, big-time players down, like Hill and uh, Jefferson. And, you know, it, it goes on and on and on. That what comes out of these, what's coming out of this season is good because, you know, if they can keep it going, it could be another uh, 2010 run when they ran it all the way to the Super Bowl championship. That's the thing is, you know, we, we, they they had a lot of players injured on that team too. You know, half half their defense was on the IR or more, and uh, by the time they even got to the Super Bowl, it seems like it seems like the uh, the best teams have have the injuries are able to replace the. Uh, the starters who get injured with death, who are just as good or better. And that's what I like to see. You know, it, it is all a 17-game week season. 
I'm sorry, yeah, it's the 17 games in 18 weeks. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been fun to watch. It's entertaining. It's, sometimes it gets a little bit on the maddening and frustrating side for a Packer fan like me. And, uh, but yesterday, I didn't even have anything to get mad about. What's up with that? So, anyways. Um, but anyway, I just want to say is that, you know, if nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. And thanks for listening. I appreciate it.